The Indiana Department of Environmental Management has approved locating a coal to diesel plant in the town of Dale in southwestern Indiana. That plant would process raw coal and convert it to diesel fuel. But residents of Dale are resisting, citing concerns about pollution and safety. In today's feature report, WFHB News Director Wes Martin speaks with environmental activists Mary Hess and Rock Emmert of No Coal to Diesel. Can you tell us a little bit about what a coal to diesel plant is and why community members might object to that? It is using a VCC process, which is a process that was developed back in the early 1900s, and it actually crushes coal. It doesn't burn it. It crushes coal and then turns it into diesel. The hazardous pollutants, just the hazardous air materials, the pollution from the plant, and the the concern is it's right here in the middle of town. Right. It would produce a whole host of toxins. Uh, They would burn off um, the chemicals, whatever off-fall or products that uh, weren't used as mer- as merchandise itself or as diesel or naphtha, they would burn with uh, how many flares, Mary? Four flares? There's going to be four, four flares, yes. And the toxic emission release has been published in the permit application. It's a whole series of very harmful toxins. And the item saying that, well, it's not enough to hurt anybody, but uh, people need to remember Spencer County is already ranked 23rd worst in the nation out of 3,132 counties, and to to even consider adding to that burden uh, is just unconscionable, especially when we're trying to get off CO2, and this would be adding massively to the CO2 release into our environment. They would crush 100 rail cars of coal daily to make the diesel and the naphtha. And this plant is, there's no other plant in the Western Hemisphere like it. There's a one in, two in China, I believe, and one in Russia. And the process was used by the Nazis during World War II and in South Africa during the apartheid. And besides that, that's the only time it's been used. And who exactly is proposing this plant, or who are the actors behind this plant? Well, Riverview Energy, and KBR is the one that's doing the modeling for them on their air quality permit. Riverview actually tried to put this plant up in Vermillion County, Indiana, back between 2010 and 2016. And what really happened, we're not sure, but the uh, Vermillion County Port Authority decided in the best interest of their citizens to not renew the option on the land. And that's when they came here. We've had, actually this Thursday, November 1st, we're having our third forum on the coal to diesel plant. We've had two very well attended before that. We're trying to educate the public on the existing pollution that is here in southwestern Indiana and then include what may be coming with this plant. We hope is not coming. But we've also, we've put up a lot of yard signs and our first billboard just went up last week on I-64 and we're planning to get some other signs up in the near future on the highway. And also many letters to the editor. It seems like there's at least one every week or two, if not more. And letters to legislators, conversations with legislators, private meetings with legislators, and trying to uh, talk to some of the area businesses. We've had a lengthy conversation with some of the major stakeholders in the area. 
and continue to do that. As Mary said, it's mainly educating the public on IBM's record to protect public health receives an F rating, meaning we're ranked somewhere between 44th and 50th in the nation in air quality. And, and the pollution and the health is our mo- most important concern, but we also have tourism down here in this part of the state. I, I'm sure we'll be greatly affected by it. We have Holiday World, which is one of the biggest amusement parks in the country. And we have our Hoosier National Forest and Lincoln Parks down here. So that's also a concern that, you know, a plant like this emitting rotten egg smell will, you know, run off our tourist as far as coming to these attractions. A plant like this would have to go through some kind of local council or county council as well. Have you seen any recourse there to try to address this or bring up community concerns? The town Uh, board of Dale actually annexed the land into the town of Dale. So the county council right now has had no say, but the town of Dale did rezone the property industrial, so this plant would come in. And our representative stood in front of the the opponents and proponents at a, a meeting several months ago, Representative Stephen Bartels, and he publicly, strongly endorsed that reannexation of that land. And now he's... The rezoning also. The rezoning, yeah. And now he's saying... That well, it, I didn't, I didn't endorse the coal diesel, but that's laughable because he endorsed the annexation, and everybody knew that that's the giant elephant in the room. That's exactly why they they annexed it. And he even says he'd been, he told me recently he's been following this project, this development for a long time, and that's another one of our concerns that there were closed door meetings going on. For Mary, how long would you say? Representative Bartell said that he'd been following it for two years, and we actually heard rumors of it last summer, but really weren't publicly notified until January of this year. And their concerns have come to fruition. The public is is very upset by that lack of transparency and lack of community buy-in. There was at one point where the town board president actually sat on the front porch of a resident back in July of last summer and told them how great this plant was going to be and that it's going to be great for Dale. And then when confronted at a town board meeting, he said he knew nothing about the plant. And this was denied all the way from September meetings into January of last year. We have a renowned chemical engineer who's created some award-winning software for the the oil industry. He's retired, Randy Vall, V-A-A-L, who's speaking Thursday night. Randy has read the permit application cover to cover, and he is shocked that they would even consider putting something so harmful, potentially extremely harmful for the school within a mile, Holiday World within five miles. Uh, And then we also have Dr. Aaron Marchand, who's a local medical doctor, who is speaking again Thursday night, Dr. Norma Kryline, who's a well-known pediatrician in the area, who's been advocating for more monitors down here for several years, and to no avail. Spencer County doesn't even have monitors to address the most toxic things coming out of the area's uh, smokestacks. And we're already, as I said, ranked 23rd in the country in Spencer County. And it's like the children here are expendable. There's also a gentleman speaking Thursday night, Jerry Steckler, who's a local farmer. And this whole area down here is a farming community. So this is going to have a great impact on the farmland. 
we're trying to cover all bases as far as trying to educate the public, and we're hoping for a lot of people Thursday night. And I know you've probably seen where they issued the hearing for the draft permit, and we're just uh, hoping we can get a lot of people there to voice their concerns. Well, we are determined to fight this to to the very end, and no matter what it takes, we have scientists uh, who are working on it, looking at the permit application, uh, very who are scrutinizing it in depth, and there may be legal recourse. I mean, we are going to fight this with every fiber of our being, and as more people learn about the hazards and the economic cost, and not to mention the exorbitant health care costs for the people of this region, uh, who are already overburdened, um, it's for financial economic reasons alone, just on its face, we do not feel that this is going to happen. Uh, IDEM has approved a coal gasification plant in Spencer County. That did not happen. They approved a massive fertilizer plant a few years ago. That has not happened. So when IDEM approves it, of course, IDEM approves everything. That's why we rank so low in the nation. That's why we have such uh, high health illness rates. We're not going to be phased at all when IDEM approves this. We think that's just part of Indiana's process, and it'll just make us all the more determined to do everything in our power to stop it. And we're not talking about just five, ten people. We have hundreds of people. Mary, how many signatures do we have so far? Uh, we have over 1,400 at this point. And new lawn signs going up every day. Right. I mean, people here are still inquiring for lawn signs, and they're still asking about what's going on every day. Indiana may be good for business, but it's dismal for people's health. As, as we found out through this process, we tried to contact IDEM. I sent emails and never got a response, but they will respond to Riverview and KBR every day. And that seems to be the problem with the government of Indiana. They don't want to listen to their citizens. They would just soon listen to companies that are in Houston, Texas, or Connecticut. That was Rock Emmert and Mary Hess of No Coal to Diesel, speaking with WFHB News Director Wes Martin. No C2D is holding a public forum tonight on the coal to diesel plant proposed for Dale, Indiana. The public forum will start at 7 p.m. Eastern Time at the Heritage Hills High School Auditorium in Lincoln City, Indiana.